Welcome to Rising Moon Astrology. This is Mary Pat Lynch of Rising Moon Astrology welcoming you to my podcast. I release podcast episodes for each new and full moon, occasionally for other special astrological events, but generally the new and full moons, which are my focus. My website, risingmoonastrology.com, has information about the readings I offer as a consulting astrologer and some other information about my background and astrology in general. I'm also on Instagram as Rising Moon Astrology. And I have a newsletter if you'd like to receive this information in your email inbox. The music that you hear is composed and performed by flautist Suzanne Tang. The track is called September Angels, and her music is available through magnatunes.com. Welcome to my overview for today's full moon in the sign of Aries. It is a beautiful autumn day here in western North Carolina. The sun is shining. The moon was absolutely beautiful last night. And there's plenty of fire to be felt even as the season turns to one of quieter times. Um, Trees, for example, shutting down some of their metabolic systems, losing their leaves for the quiet time of winter. Yet on a day like today, we know, we see, we can feel that the life force, the fire, the energy in the earth around us is anything but quiet and is reflected in tonight's full moon, which, because of its complex patterns, has a lot of messages for us about how we live in the world and how we, as individual humans, find ourselves in our own independent self, and in ongoing relationship to all the other beings in this earth and beyond. Let's dive in. Thank you. 
Today's full moon in Aries is a powerhouse. If you watched the moon rise in the sky last night, you'll know what I mean without hearing the rest of this essay because, wow, the moon was golden and full, rising with Jupiter visible nearby. Even before the sky was fully dark, these two were there, waiting to be seen. This is the hunter's moon, the blood moon, both names fitting for the cardinal fire sign, Aries. For this full moon, take the time to check how aspects touch your birth chart. I recommend this at every new and full moon. This time, given the patterns we're seeing, it's worth stopping now, pulling up your chart, finding a full moon chart, and having the images side by side as you listen. If you need a full moon chart, you'll find one at my website with the full moon post. Um, My website is risingmoonastrology.com or on Instagram at risingmoonastrology. It'll be a great idea to be able to see your chart and the full moon chart together. The full moon is always an opposition between the sun and moon, meaning they're in opposite signs of the zodiac. Opposite signs have things in common and also a significant difference, a polarity that focuses on where we need to find balance. The full moon in Aries opposes the sun in Libra. Both are cardinal signs. They initiate, get things started. They are both turning points, as all four of the cardinal signs are. Aries and Libra are the equinoxes, the equal day, equal night points in our year. Cancer and Capricorn are the solstices, the longest day, longest night. Aries, cardinal fire, the first sign of the zodiac, initiates life. A new being emerges. It's exciting, incredibly energizing. Who am I? What is this place? What can I do here? What do I want? Aries, we might say, is the sign of singular desire. Libra, cardinal air, is the seventh sign. Here we emerge into the upper, outer world part of the chart. We see others, other beings, other stuff, other ideas. This is also exciting in a different way. Who are these others? How do I relate to them? What feels fair, just, appropriate, right? What do I like? What is beautiful? Libra is the sign of relational desire. Each full moon in Aries has something to show us about the balance between individual desire and our need for relationship. Today's full moon offers a particularly complicated lens through which we can explore this balance. The moon at 16 Aries is separating from a conjunction with Chiron retrograde at 14 Aries. 
Chiron the Wounded Healer highlights patterns of wounding. Each of our journeys to balance what we want for ourselves with what we want from others and what others want from us includes wounding. That's a commonplace. In the birth chart, Chiron points to patterns of wounding that came from how we were raised. Becoming a human in community always includes hearing no. No, you can't have that. No, you can't do that. No, you shouldn't want that. It hurts, and we don't like it. This full moon can highlight some of those patterns. Do we feel we've given up too much in relationship? Or do we feel we've preserved our autonomy at too high a cost? Such choices can be ordinary. We've all been in difficult relationships at some point. And they can also be traumatic, even life-threatening. We can choose to stay in relationship to people who cause us active harm. Or we can choose to leave, for example, a toxic family, and still feel a lot of pain at that loss. Be prepared for patterns of wounding around autonomy and relationship to come up. The Sun at 16 Libra is conjunct Venus at 13 Libra. The strong presence of Venus at this full moon reinforces everything I've said about this being a time of seeing and feeling how we've balanced our own desires with others' desires. This sense of reassessing is heightened if we realize that neither the sun nor the moon are comfortable where they are. The moon is not at their best in Aries. Aries moon folks have strong emotional needs for independence. This can make it challenging for them to find good friends, good partners, who can respect their autonomy while believing in their care and support. This middle decan of Aries is a great place for the sun, though, whose degree of exaltation is only a few degrees away from where the sun is now. But the sun is not at their best in Libra, considered the sign of their fall. The sun wants us to shine with our own light, to bring our own gifts, not to bask in the reflected light of others. Venus is strong in her own sign, but combust, so close to the sun that her powers are dimmed. She cannot shine herself right now. You see the complex interweave of sun and Venus, moon and Chiron, and what a perfect image this is of how we all struggle in finding ourselves and connecting authentically to others. Relationship stuff is bound to be coming up. Now look to the left and right of the sun and moon. Note that Saturn and Mars both aspect this full moon. Mars in Gemini is separating from a trine to Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn is the stronger planet here in their ancient sign. 
Mars is less strong, but very agile, quick, and clever. This has the feel of a student-teacher relationship, master and grasshopper. Neither is right all the time. Both learn from each other. Saturn and Mars trine the Sun-Venus conjunction. This grand trine in air has us thinking about relationship. Saturn and Mars also sextile the moon in Chiron. This grand trine is actually a kite with fire at its apex. Saturn brings in the long view. What are our values? How ethical is our behavior? Do we take responsibility for how we treat others and also for our own autonomy? After all, one way we slide out of owning our actions is by saying we did it for someone else. They wanted us to. They insisted. They made us do it. Mars brings in the trickster, curiosity and irreverence. What happens if we turn a situation upside down, sideways, choose a new angle? The role of the trickster is to poke holes in certainty, to prick us when we're too proud, too self-satisfied, too sure we're in the right. Mars, ruler of Aries, rules this full moon. The relationship stuff that comes up will be giving us some new views, shaking things up, inviting in some creative angles. Saturn squares Uranus. This last pass of the Saturn-Uranus square will not be exact this time around, but is pretty damn close. This square connects us to the wider world and the Saturnian-Uranian themes of tradition and change, loyalty and revolution, sticking with the known and striking out in new directions. Expect this full moon to feel unsettling. If the world is changing, it would be nice if our personal lives were stable. If our lives are turning upside down, it would be really helpful if the world was okay. It's tough to feel seismic changes all over the place at once. Which brings us to Pluto, who stationed direct last evening. Pluto shakes us to our core, shows us where the foundations of our lives are not stable. Pluto catalyzes deep changes in the world and in ourselves. Since Pluto and the other outer planets spend so much time retrograde, it's less important what direction they're moving. Where we really feel the outer planets is when they station, because they move really, really slowly. Think of a storm that stations right over your house. It's like that. Mercury is separating from a trine to Pluto and also in opposition to Neptune. This connects us to wider realms, like Saturn-Uranus, but in different ways. Pluto and Neptune open us to what is very deep and what is very far. 
For those comfortable with depth psychology or spiritual practice, this can be comforting. For many, and for all of us sometimes, this is destabilizing. We find ourselves at a full moon, gorgeous in the sky, that asks us to look at where we are with regard to autonomy and connection in just about every possible sense. Our personal lives, our societies, the world as a whole, the depths of our psyches, the cosmos. How do we find our center in all of this? With Mars and Gemini, we stay open. New ideas, ways of seeing, ways of being. With the Sun and Venus, we look to our key relationships. With the Moon and Chiron, we tend to our core, our heart, our autonomy, which always relies in some way on connection. If it feels a bit stormy out there, Find your way home to your center. Breathe into your core. Everything else in the world revolves around and relates to you in that place. This is Mary Pat Lynch of Rising Moon Astrology, wishing you a wonderful full moon in Aries, despite everything I just said about how chaotic it might feel. The thing is, an Aries full moon is ready for the chaos, is ready to take on the challenge. So find your inner warrior, the pioneer, the one who's ready to go out in any weather to reach a goal. And know that together we can all find our way home. As always, thank you for listening.